previously on the Dave and Steve show. I have a jar of emergency pickles that I'd put out and, and I think I'm going to go get them tonight and eat them at, at, after the show. So now, okay, I got, I have another question. This one is for both of you and I'm going to start with me, opened it up and Facebook happened to be open still and it refreshed automatically. And there was a picture of Tracy and his three sons all showing their butts right. to a turkey. He said, uh, you can't catch me, you baby pants. I got to tell you, I'm glad you asked him because I wanted to, but I did not know how I was going to broach this subject. Yeah. So I'm, 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 you just come right out at him like, hey, why are you and your boys showing your butts to a dead piece of poultry? That you're about to eat. Or secondary <laughs> animal rescuers in Australia. <laughs> stop, stop the show. Stop the show. <laughs> Do you remember that time I wrestled your arm wrestled your grandma of camping and she beat me? You bring the tree in that you cut yourself, and this is the danger, right? <laughs> it's the danger. Yep. You're gonna bring it in, now you're gonna have wild animals in your house, and that you know that qual- koala probably has chlamydia. <laughs> Show number three. 34 of the Dave and Steve show. I am Dave sitting right alongside me, Amir. What is it? 26, 27 miles away. Refresh my memory. 27 miles away is Steve. Yeah, jingle jangle. And from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy. Oh, I'm here. Believe it or not. Got a question or a comment for the show? Email us at thedaveandsteveshow at gmail.com and we will read your email on the air. Off and running on show 34. How you guys feeling this week? I couldn't be better. Good. I really hey, couldn't. Dave, do we get any emails this week? Not a one. Hey, uh, right. so there's there's a few things I want to mention right at the top of the show. First being, buckle up, because we got a Christmas show coming up later this month. You're not going to want to oh, miss I it. I love Christmas. We have been <laughs> hyping this thing up like crazy. I, You say I love Christmas. I do too, and I'm in the Christmas spirit right now. I even I was saying to somebody today... Somebody asked me, how you doing mentally? You know, this is what people do now. They check in on everybody a lot. How you, how you feeling? How you holding up? Everybody asks everybody because we're all in isolation. We're all doing our thing. And, and what I said was, I actually feel pretty good right now because we're in the month of Christmas. And everything leading up to Christmas is fantastic for me. I love having the lights out. I love seeing lights on other houses. I love having Christmas trees up. My wife goes crazy and decorates the entire house. It's, I love seeing even the stupid commercials on TV that are Christmas themed, even if it's for like a, a Toyota. I don't care. It's a Christmas commercial. Everything becomes Christmas. Right. And I love that whole ride up to Christmas. Now, where it gets ugly for me is January, February. I get serious post-holiday blues because I like this time so much. And here in Seattle, we drop into like the awful shitty rainy season where it's just kind of always drizzling, always wet, always gray, always kind of awful. So January, February, check in with me then to see how I'm holding up mentally. Right now, I'm great. Do you guys feel kind of yeah, the same our, way? Our shows in February are going to be really dark. Because, yeah. I mean, they're just going to be dark and terrible. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, but doesn't mean you shouldn't listen. But I'm just saying that's what you should expect. Exactly. But you're right, because once Christmas has passed, it feels like winter ought to be over and we ought to be heading into spring, but we have three months of like everyday drizzling, dark, terrible weather. Yep. 
and yeah. no Christmas. I, fellas, I think I have the solution for the January, February blues. And okay. I think we need to make a bigger deal out of Groundhog Day. I think we need to, I think we need to go find our own groundhog and, and figure it out. And just and, decorate and that, the house in all groundhog themed stuff. Put a couple of live groundhogs in your house just to try and keep things interesting. Like just go all out. Or we, uh, three of us decide we're going to see how many groundhog pelts we can bring back. And then yeah, the show yeah. after groundhog day, we present right. all of our pelts yeah. to each other. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So grand groundhog day is on a Tuesday this year. So, um, that that's Fantastic. great. Be, be able to report. That's great news. And that's great. That's a great idea. I feel it's like a, like a point of pelt. And then if you bring in Punxsutawney Phil, you get five. If you actually Five snipe bonus. him when he's coming out and you bring that pelt in, that's a, that's a bonus, especially if it's still got the little top hat. Yeah, for sure. That's great. We should probably well, go to Punxsutawney. Yeah, I agree. I, that's that's, a, okay. Yeah, another trip lined up. Uh, so anyway, uh, when it comes to the end of this month, speaking of going places, we're going to be traveling. We're going to be traveling to the North Pole. Uh, we've got some old friends there, some old possible enemies oh, there as well. Old as hell. He's and, so, oh my God. And you're just going to have to tune in and listen. It's going to be a special show. And speaking of Christmas, later on this show, we've got two Christmas segments you're not going to want to miss. We've got a list of Christmas related band names coming up from Steve. And we are gonna we're gonna build a little contest or a little, I, I guess, contest is the right word around it between Tracy and I on that. And then even later in the show, I have actually scoured the internet. I've scoured the shopping malls. I've, I've, I've braved the COVID to go out and suss out the best products you can find. I have a Christmas guide coming oh. up a little bit later. Excellent. Oh, good for, for shopping, for gift giving. That's right. I have a hard time with this and, and I need to find like the perfect gift for some people. I'm like, I, I need to find something good for my dad, my mom, my, I mean, my boss. I mean, I'm going to need to find something for, for everybody. So this will be great. Wow, what a, what a terribly practical um, segment. Now, in all seriousness, do you buy a gift for your boss, Steve? I've never, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm not giving you a hard time. I've never purchased a Christmas gift for my boss ever, unless I happen to be the secret Santa for my boss, which has happened a couple of times, and then I had to. But otherwise, I don't, I don't get anything from my boss. Is that, is, am I, am I being uncool by doing that all these years? No, actually, you're being you're being quite normal. I think everybody un understands that I am an insufferable kiss ass. So I am, of course, going to go out and purchase some kind of very special gift and give it to suck up as best I possibly can. <laughs> I, just think of, wow. I just think of Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, it's, it's the same box that everybody, yeah, everybody else has. Yeah. So yeah. like last year, it's usually something really small. We usually, you know, give out one of our Christmas cards. And then uh, um, like last year, I gave a bottle of that um, barbecue sauce that I like yep. um, to my boss. And that was it. Like that is like a $6 gift. But I mean, it's still special. And he really dug it. He thought it was fantastic. So Where, where'd that barbecue um, sauce come from? Came from Lawrence, Kansas. It did? Okay. Yeah, oh, wow. from the, the place that was closed that we couldn't go to. Right. I'm sorry, wow. Guys. I wonder what that. Uh, wonder what their barbecue tastes like. Yeah. Well, I have some barbecue sauce if you want. I, I I always stock up. I wasn't able to this time. Yeah, whatever. Now I will say the the one thing I did do, and it's not I'm, I'm not kissing anybody's ass. I'm saying thank you. But the one thing I did do that I've never done before 
is we put out a little basket of treats for the delivery drivers who deliver things to our house, like from Amazon or UPS or whoever it is, because we're, you know, it's, we can't really go out and do a lot of shopping this year. So we're having to order more things than we have in the past. Therefore, we've got more delivery drivers coming. So I put out a little thing of like, you know, just little bags of Cheetos. There's some Nutella with some sticks in it, a couple of protein bars, just things like that. And it's been, it's been getting picked pretty clean every few days. And so we're going to keep doing that just because it's, it's a little way of saying thanks. Those, I mean, those folks who are delivering all this stuff, it's got to be brutal this time of year. It's got to be just awful at times more than ever dealing with all this. So you could, you, you should up your game on like the day before Christmas Eve or like the 23rd or the 24th, when things are really, really hectic and nuts for those guys. Um, and put out like, um, a little gift card with the treats. Um, but, but, but just to really troll them, make it an Amazon gift card. So, so, so they, whatever, whatever they buy, yeah. they're inflicting the hell they're going through. Yeah. Onto some other here, deliver yourself something nice. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here, get back in the truck. There you go. Yeah. There oh. was a, there was a year where, uh, we got gift cards, uh, Starbucks gift cards from a company that I worked for that I won't mention, but it was when I was a contractor and they gave us Starbucks gift cards and they didn't have a, they didn't have the amount on them. They were just, you know, they look like little gifts, like little, they were literally like, they looked like they had bows on them and stuff. It was just the graphics on the card and it said Starbucks in the corner. It was, you're holding up three. It was five bucks. So you can't really get anything on the Starbucks menu for five bucks. So they effectively gave us a card that we were going to have to chip in for anyway. And that was the Christmas gift that we got. So that was not a, that was not a good year. Um, So let's, let's get rolling because we do have a lot tonight. So I want to get into the, what you did this week. I'm going to start this week because Tracy and I, just before we went on the air, we were talking about, there's a, there's a big game that released this week, a big video game, and it's called Cyberpunk 2077. And this will all make sense when I get there, but my son also turned 13 this week. So big milestone birthday. The one thing he had asked me for over and over was, can I get Cyberpunk 2077? I know it's an M-rated game, but can I please get it? That's the one that I want. He's been watching all the videos he's been watching. And he's been showing me like, hey, see, Dad, there's like violence in it because there's guns and stuff, but it's not really that bad. And he's been trying to, you know, kind of talk it up a little bit. see the videos, I had to tell him I was 26. (laughs) Yeah. Those those videos were so carefully edited. And I know, (laughs) listen, I know, I know how, I know the company behind this game. I know what an M-rated title means. So I'm not, you know, I work in the video game industry. I'm not totally blind to what this game was going to be. I knew there was going to be, Probably lots of swearing, probably lots of sexualized talk, but, you know, not a lot else. So I looked into it a little bit more, watched some of the videos, like Tracy said, where you got to put your age in. Didn't really see anything. Again, yes, it's an M-rated title. There are some some adult themes, but I thought, yeah, this is fine. So the day that it released, I got it as well. So we both got the game. And when it released, mm-hmm. it was around lunchtime. And so I went into my office and he went into his room we both had the game because we had preloaded it. So we kind of started playing at the same time. And the first thing the game has you do is step into a character editor. If you've never played games before, you literally go in and you, you dress and pick your character. And it gets pretty detailed in terms of you can select the shape of your nose. You can shape, select the shape of your eyebrows, ear size, everything. They let you really 
hone down on this. You're, you're going to know where I'm going with this. One thing that games tend to always stay away from is genitalia. They never, they ne- it's, uh, it's never even a thing. It's not a slider. It's not anything you can select. <laughs> not only does this game have genitalia that is lovingly detailed. So when you scroll down to that, it, it always works the same. You start at your head, you detail that out. You move down to like, how big do you want your chest and your arms to be? You move down and you, you work your way through this stuff. When you get down to the genitalia section, your, your crotchal region, I think is the, phys- the medical term. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you get to the crotchal region, it starts with you've got a pair of what look like boxer briefs on. It's totally fine. But there's a slider. You can click left to right for other options. The first option is a penis. And it's a, again, lovingly modeled, very accurate penis. The next, go ahead. <laughs> You know what I'm going to ask. Yes. You, do you do you choose circumcision or not? Um, if is it a process? Like, do you do you do it and then it's like three days of character time and yeah. it has to the, fill up and so you you do not choose circumcised, but what you or non-circumcised? It's it's non-circumcised, but what you can choose is length. <laughs> and you okay. can you can you can get you can get pretty beefy. So then yeah. after you've after you've scrolled past that, the next thing is, once again, very, very lovingly rendered, very accurate vagina. Luckily, there's no sliders on the vagina. It's literally just a vagina or not a vagina. There were no, there were no hmm. options that came with that. So as I'm, like going, odd oversight. I, as I'm going through this character and building it, and I get to this section, I'm just thinking, well, I've made a terrible mistake. My son's in the... <laughs> In the next room over, do you you run <laughs> up the stairs at top speed? Yeah. You drop your thing. You get up there hoping that he hasn't beat you to that part of the game. Yeah. He's fussing over his hair or something. Yeah. Like, so you're like, no, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and take care of this for you. So I went. I finished. I finished making my character, and then I got up and I went into his room and I, you know, I gave the the knock on the door and he was like, "Yeah, come in." And I walked in and I was like, "So the." Uh, the whole penis and vagina thing was a bit much, huh? And he looked at me blankly, and I looked at his screen, and he was past the character selection. He was into the game. He was like, I got so bored. There were so many options. It was so deep that I I, I just I picked the face and moved on. So he He's never... Giving himself a Prince Albert. He, he never even saw it. But it is... Uh, it is <clears throat> If if you guys uh, if you guys wind up picking that one up, be aware that you get to have a lot of control over how you create your character. So that was excellent. Good to know. That was the wildness outside of him turning thirteen, which was a pretty you know it's like anything right now during the the pandemic. It was relatively subdued. Birthday celebration. He got some gifts. He opened them. Um, he ate some cake, and and that was kind of it. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on here again. I want to keep the show going. Tracy, how about you? What'd you do last week? Well, you know, I discovered I took my uh, four-year-old to uh, what we lovingly call the train store. So, in the town of Kirkland, you may not, neither of you may not know where that town is, but right. um, anyway, uh, Kirkland has uh, Steve's thinking. You'll it'll come to you. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's uh, there's a model train store that's there downtown. It's been there forever, and during Christmas time, it's it's always something that's yeah. kind of fun to do. And we might go get something for our train that goes around to our um, Christmas tree <clears throat> once a year. And so he he hadn't really ever been there before, or in a way maybe that was any meaningful to his memory. So we went there and enjoyed our time. And then I came home, but my wife 
she was off, uh, had one of the other kids at soccer practice. And so she had come to me and she's like, uh, were you in Kirkland today? And I was like, um, yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, I got, I got message people asking cause they said they saw you. And this is something that is now happening is that, um, I am not a famous person. So like, I'm not recognized for being like famous. I'm not infamous either. So I don't, I'm not a meme or anything. I, I don't, but I have a ridiculously long beard right? and people now, and because, you know, of, of my situation, like my beard is now a commitment at least till next summer. And my beard is so stupid and long that people like, they see me and they're like, and then they're reporting where I am all the time. Um, because I, there's just, even with a mask on, the, the, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still rather. It still it still drops out of the bottom. Yeah. Now, yeah. So you don't do the thing like women do, where they like they tie it all up on their head before they put the hat on over the top. You don't like tie it all up and then put the mask on. I, like, I don't like a have beard, like beard a chin. Bun? I don't have a chin bun or anything to really do. I mean, sometimes I might do you know a twist if I'm feeling saucy. Right. But um, that uh, but. I'm instantly uh, recognizable and people will, uh, no matter where I am, they're going to, they're going to tell my wife I'm there. So why, why do they it. feel like they have to call you out where you're at? Is that, I, that I don't, I, mean, I think it's just one of those things where I, Hey, I, I think I saw your husband today. He was, you know, at the bookstore because Amber whatever. wants Tracy to know that she's always watching. Always. Yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> she has eyes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so so. Let, let's let's go back to this train store just for a moment, because I want to I want to paint the picture just a little bit in terms of this train store. As Tracy said, it's fantastic because they did the they do the thing where they have different gauges of trains going through the like landscape that's been carved out of like the big pieces of foam that they painted. And they put all the little trees on it, and the houses that light up and the crosswalk signals and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of them. And it's really great. But what amazes me about that train store is for those of you outside of this region who don't know anything about the city of or the town of Kirkland, the, the downtown Kirkland section, for a long time, it was it was trendy. It was a cool place to go because it's right on the water, but it was kind mm-hmm. of restaurants and almost bordering on like greasy spoon restaurants. Almost there were there were right. they were good places to eat for sure, but they were, you know, mom and pop joints and things like that. And there wasn't it was just a it was a cool place to be. And over time as businesses moved in and as different people moved in, it became a super high class area. And now it's art galleries and fine restaurants and crazy expensive breweries and things like that. And clothiers and things. Yeah. Yeah. It has become very chic and very trendy. And that train store has survived. And what gets me about that train store is even pre pandemic, when I would go in there, there was never, it seemed like there was never more than three people in there, including myself Yet somehow that train store has managed to survive. And I hope it continues to because it's this really neat sort of nugget, especially now in the middle of all these like very modern contemporary things. It is uh, right. like this throwback that has survived. And it's it's cool to see. Well, you, yep. know, you know why they survive, right? Train stores everywhere. They never go out of business. You, you understand that. Their fronts for heroin, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. For, because yep. of the tracks, right? Yep. The track yep. marks. Yep. It's it's all code. it's all code. Yeah. You walk in there, and you can mm-hmm. buy, um, you know, uh, you know, a Lionel scale 
you know, car, but they'll, if you get the special one, it'll have a, you know, little bag of China white in it. Black coal, black tar. It's all there. It's, it's all there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And and who can, who can fault them? I mean, the trains are magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We, we, we just went for the trains. Okay. All right. Steve, how about you? What'd you get up to last week? Um, you know, it was a good week. New dog's been great. Um, but what, what really stood out last week was, um, on Friday, I had an opportunity to use this app that I never get to use. And I signed up for this app at least a year and a half ago, uh, called be my eyes. And what the app does is it hooks people up that, um, have sight with people that are visually impaired that need help with something. So if somebody that's visually impaired needs somebody to tell them whether they're buying the red socks or the, you know, brown socks or which door they're going into, if things aren't marked properly, they just need a little bit of help. They will push the button on their app and it will ring like, you know, a few dozen people and whoever's first to pick up, um, gets to, uh, um, gets to help and i've missed every opportunity except for this one so i pressed answer and i met a gentleman out of toronto um, that was having some very serious he was having an issue with his computer he um he he's a recording artist and he he has he has his computer set up so that it will tell him everything that he needs to know Mm -hmm. um audibly he doesn't need he doesn't need to use his um, monitor for anything, but there was one plugin that he needed to initialize. And because this plugin didn't have the code, um, that it would take to work with his, um, impairment software, uh, he was stuck. Like he just couldn't work because he needed to initialize this, uh, this plugin and he needed somebody to help him do that. So first of all, um, that is an accessibility problem that needs to be addressed. Everybody needs to have that accessibility software built into their thing. And that's not what we're talking about today, but it's important. Um, but he needed to, so we, we both had a really good time getting to know each other. It turns out he's a musician. I'm a musician. Um, and, um, well, you're, you're a drummer. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I am flipping you off. Um, so there we go. <laughs> Deal with that. Um, so he is actually a conga player. Um, a and and it turns out a very good one. So um, he needs me to help him with his computer. We get it figured out. Like he has to turn it. He has to. He's, he never uses his monitor, so he's like, "Yeah, I, I got to figure out how to turn this thing on." He's like, he's turning it on and everything, and and we get it worked out. So you know, great success. But we had a good time, kind of connecting over um, music and the fact that he's in Toronto. He um, he had my contact information there now, and I um, I have his. So we we actually traded some tracks back and forth. Um, I sent him that you know, a simple little dog song that um, was, we just released. And the then best he sent me dog in the world. Yeah. The best darn dog in the world. And then he sends me this incredible um, Latin salsa track that is unbelievable. So he's a, he's the singer on the track and he's mm-hmm. also the conga player and 
holy cow, he is amazing. So immediately afterwards, I am stalking this guy online. And it turns out he's like this first call conga player out of Toronto. He's been there forever, but he does a lot of South American music. He has played with like Giovanni Hidalgo, Nelly Furtado, and he has played congas for Stevie Wonder. I am not even kidding. So I am totally wow. like in love with this guy. Um, he has, sent him a couple he, of notes. He, he has blocked Steve on every he, platform. He is absolutely, I am absolutely certain by now he has blocked me. Um, that's that's not true. I, I sent him a note because I bought a bunch of his music and uh, we were playing it when we were listening when we were um, we were listening to it while we were making dinner and uh, and it was great. So I just shot him a little. Hey, listening to your band this and and uh, enjoying making dinner tonight. And he's like, oh, far out, man. That's great, you know. And then block, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah right. <laughs> immediately yeah. or immediately afterwards. But I think what I really enjoyed the most was just the fact that. Um, I didn't feel like I was helping somebody in need. I felt like I was one of two humans that got to connect um, for a stupid reason. And we got to work together on a puzzle and, and figure something out. And I really do recommend if you, if this story or anything like this interests you to check out the be my eyes app and sign oh. up. And, um, and then share your story afterwards. If that's something that happens. So you told me, you I, told, wait, you told me it was Tinder. I, I, it wasn't Tinder. I, I thought he said that, it was uh, see my thighs. That, that was a different, <laughs> <laughs> see oh, yeah. my thighs, see my thighs is a totally, it was meet an inmate.com. Right. Um, yeah. So no, anyway, it's be my eyes. Check it out. It's a great app. And it was absolutely a wonderful experience. And um, I actually, I, uh, it's inspired me to bring out the conga drum. Then I, I want him to uh, give me lessons as soon as I get like all of them. I only have the one. So do you know what, what I love is that the app on his side is called like get an American to do something yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> And on Steve's side, it feels like just a very, uh, it, it has very to, helpful. in order to make, in order to make me do something, it has to make me feel like super yes. special. Yeah. That's probably exactly what it is. It's like, um, we're sorry you have to do this Yeah, is the name. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was great. I, I recommend it. Be my eyes. It's a great Go story. It. Yeah, Fantastic story. And I'm glad it's over. Let's move on. <laughs> That was an awful thing to say. I didn't mean to. Say. I, I did want to. I did want to ask real quick, because uh, you were talking about this, like you know, possibly taking lessons from him or whatever. And it made me think. Since we're talking apps, have either of you had any experience with? And I want this to be very quick. Just yes or no, really. Have you guys have had any experience with any of the online tools that are now available, like Jam Kazam, for actually playing with a band in real time online? No. No, I've heard about it, but I haven't, I haven't done it. And okay. I think we're moving toward, I think my band Pedro's moving towards something like that because I think we're going to, we're, we're going to start doing some kind of practice like that. Well, look into jam Kazam. Cause that's the one I've heard about the most. That's the one when you see like journey or whoever it is that posts a YouTube video and they're all windowed and playing stuff at the same time. 
they're using Jam Kazam almost 90% of the time. So that's check that one out. I think they're free right now, but I think they're going to a paid model. So, okay. Oh, cool. We're going to move on. we got a lot of stuff to cram into the show tonight. Uh, we're going to take a very quick break. We'll be right back on the Dave and Steve show. Now you can make money safely and securely from the privacy of your own home. Introducing Cash for Cash, the easy and affordable way to turn your unwanted bills and coins into cash now. I didn't know what I was going to do with all the insurance money I got from my husband's death, so I sent it into Cash for Cash, and in just a couple of days, I had all the money I needed to pay my bills. And Cash for Cash is easy to use. Simply mail your unwanted bills and coins to us in the patented Easy True Scam Mailer and Cash for Cash will promptly send you a check in the mail, minus shipping and handling and a small processing fee. After I found that coffee can in the backyard, I thought, ain't no way I'm going to be able to do anything with this old money. But Cash for Cash sent me brand new money in exchange and I was able to take the old lady out for a nice dinner. So if you've got worn out, slightly torn, or even marked bills and coins, Cash for Cash has the solution for you. Recent studies show that dollar for dollar value has never been higher. So now is the time. Cash for Cash, where the smart money is. Okay, so we're back on the Dave and Steve show. So we took we took a break. So my I was just saying, my adrenaline is pounding right now, and I will tell you why. So we we took a break. Right now, our time, it's about 9 o'clock. So my daughter's in her bedroom. She's playing Roblox with her friends. My son's in his bedroom. They both have the door closed. He's in there playing um, Apex. Uh, it's another video game with his friends. I can hear them both. I walk downstairs past my bedroom door. I look in. My wife's on the bed. I said, hey, we're just on a quick break. Uh, and she was like, oh, okay, great. And so I knew where all three of my family members were. So I round the corner into my kitchen and... As out of my kitchen, there is a door that leads into our garage. This is a solid wood door. It has a brass handle on it, and it is, it's not a round doorknob. It's an L-shaped doorknob that you kind of grab and right. twist down. That doorknob is rattling, and it's, it's, very, it's not a, like it's the garage on the other side anyway. This is not wind. This, that doorknob is moving up and down. And so I immediately, I immediately got the, the, the tough guy, the big guy, hey, 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 voice. And it stopped. And so immediately I'm like, what the, okay, this is, there's somebody trying to get in. I got nothing in my hands, but I just grabbed the, the handle. I rip it open. I pull the door open and my cat was hanging from the doorknob. He was trapped in the garage and my cat has learned like if we go outside he messes with the door handle just trying to get it open he'll climb up on anything next to it and he'll paw at the door handle he was hanging from the l-shaped door handle on the other side because when i yanked the door open he went flying off and then tore into a back corner of the garage but there was a brief moment there where we were having a home invasion i was about to be killed things were going down not a home invasion as much as a cat burglar so uh Boom. Uh, so now listen, listen, my wife. So I go into the bedroom and I was like, you, do you know what just happened? And she's like, I heard you. What's going on? And I said, so I explained the story to her and she's like, yeah, I heard you. I could tell you were serious by the way you said, hey, 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 that I mean, you sounded very serious. 
Was she in the same position? She remained. She her? remained lying in yeah. bed, right where she was, hadn't moved oh. a muscle. So I just, I said, look, I got to get some water. I got to get back upstairs. <laughs> but we're going to have to talk about this a little bit later, about having one's back when you're part of a family unit. <laughs> yeah, I heard something going. I heard yeah. some shooting in the yeah. other room. Yeah, she's throwing <laughs> Cheetos into her mouth. I dialed 9-1, and then I yeah. had the other one ready to go yeah. in, in case you needed something. But this fully possible three-year-old episode of Nashville needed to continue on because it's getting to the part where they they hit the industry execs to see if they get a record deal so <laughs> oh, well. oh my gosh it's gonna take me a little while to come down off that one so um we better uh we better roll right into the minutes so that i have i have time to compose myself So you think you're strong. Whatever strength you think you have probably isn't as strong as the strength I truly have. That's because I'm strong. After all, nothing conveys strength quite like reminding everyone how strong you truly are. Even when others are putting their own perceived strength into perspective, don't give up a single opportunity to remind people of your own significant and underappreciated strength. After all, that's what being strong is really all about. This has been Tracy's I Am Strong Because I'm Strong Minute. Why do I feel like that was directed at somebody? I, I just I just roll from the topics that we that we covered. You know, <laughs> I always like that song. There are so many layers to your minutes that I just love. Like saying, like even just saying, "I am strong because I'm strong" is such a good line. It is such a good line. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's keep the Tracy Love Fest going. Head right into headlines. <laughs> And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. Our first order story, China's... <laughs> Stop the show. <laughs> China's Aviation Authority released new safety guidelines that include suggestions that flight attendants wear diapers to avoid using plane lavatories. Uh, I, I'm unclear. Is this because of the pandemic or just because they don't want them using the plane's <laughs> lavatories? Well, it's, it's efficient. <laughs> just to, yeah, just to, So the Civil Aviation Administration of China released the document titled Technical Guidelines for Epidemic Prevention and the Control for Airlines offer suggestions for hygiene practices to prevent flight crew members from con uh, contracting the coronavirus. The document, uh, which okay. includes recommendations for the use of medical masks and other personal protective equipment, drew attention online for one unusual suggestion. It is recommended, quote, that cabin crew members wear disposable diapers and avoid using the lavatories barring special circumstances to avoid infection risks. Now we've we've all had kids 
we've all had that moment where your kid's in a diaper and goes tearing past you, just loving life, playing with something, doing something, chasing a dog, whatever it is, and you get that waft of odor because he's made a boom, he or she has made a boom boom in the diaper. Can you imagine you're getting served your drinks and the drink cart is coming by? Because they're always, they always do that thing where they stop right next to you. So you're literally just kind of butt height. Your face is butt height with them. Can you imagine? They're serving the rope behind you while they're, oh, uh, yeah. their backside's kind of like right. And, right at and Barbie's like, made a boom boom because she couldn't hold it between here and Pasadena. So she's, she's got a little, she's got a little turd in the chamber there. See, I'm, I'm not even concerned about that aspect of it. Uh, the, the, two things. Um, one, I'm all cloth. Don't ever try to make me go disposable. And two, I don't want to train myself to use a diaper and then have to untrain myself off the diaper because there's going to be, there's going to be some days when I thought I had a diaper on and I was a little too comfortable with just going. Yeah. Yeah. That's a part my brain needs to not have any confusion about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right. Because once you've, I remember going camping for a week and I remember coming home and like, I had been peeing outside for an entire week and I had to go to the bathroom. And my first inclination was to go Go out in the yard. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I've only been, you know, out of, you know, civilization for six days. And suddenly, you know, the, the bathroom seems to be out of my, uh, out of my league. I have a hard enough time when I go into like a public restroom that I'm unfamiliar with and I stand at the urinal and I start to pee and I'm like, Oh my God, am I dreaming? I ho- if I'm dreaming, I'm pee in the bed right now, and I like I like have to like ground myself, and it's damn near every time I'm at a urinal, and I, so that would be incredibly confusing if I had to throw a diaper into the mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will say this when it comes to airplanes, Steve. I know you have a problem, and Tracy, just absolutely kudos to you for for leading off with a poop and pee topic because you know this is going to delve into 800 different conversations on the Dave and Steve show. This is going to have legs. Yeah, so so fantastic. This is why you earn all the the excellence in journalism awards that you do. It's because of this right here. Um, Steve, I know you have a hard time uh, going number two in public restrooms. I prefer not to. And for me, I always had a really hard time especially on I I used to have to fly a lot of international flights and they're very long flights and you get food you obviously get at least a couple of meals on these flights and so naturally there's going to be times where you're on a flight and you you feel like you got to drop one I had a really hard time going number two in an airplane bathroom but it wasn't because I was self-conscious or because I thought anybody was going to hear it was literally because they were so cramped that I couldn't, I couldn't get my like my legs and things into a position where I felt like I had the right leverage to to open the, right. the hatch, and so I could yeah. never quite make it happen. And so there were times where I would, you know, I'd be in there for not a long time because it's an airplane bathroom. You know, there could be people waiting for you, but ten or fifteen minutes just trying, and it would never happen. And it was always the worst feeling. And then the the second worst feeling was needing to go that badly for that long, and the feeling of 
Now we got a taxi because we've landed and we're going to, ta- oh my gosh, I have to go so bad. And then trying to get into the airport bathroom where you've got the space to actually, it, it, it sucked. That was one of the things when it came to international travel that I just hated because I'm a tall guy and my body does not conform to the small airplane bathrooms. Yeah, I'm not sure the diaper would have helped you though. Um, uh, I feel like I feel like especially uh, in the in the seats the roomy seats that I would fly internationally in I feel like I could get the legs in the right position to drop in a diaper I feel like I'd yeah, be okay the, there yeah the guy next to me sure is fidgety <laughs> <laughs> wow what's his and then problem? and then I would blame it on the flight attendant you smell that guy wow every time he <laughs> went, it must be that new diaper thing that they implemented yeah. God, why does it linger? Why does yeah, it linger? It just hangs, do something about it? this. Yeah. Do something yeah. about this. this I'm yeah. going to keep pushing this button yeah. until you come back here with some blade. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, glade, the, the glade line got Tracy. <laughs> uh, he thought I was going to go Lysol, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I took a Yeah, you, uh, <clears throat> you zagged. A Florida couple said... They are grateful to a Christmas angel who found their bag containing $250,000 worth of jewelry and tracked them down to return it. Joe Fitzgerald of the Pinellas County said he and his wife attended the annual Denim and Diamonds charity events for Hands Across the Bay on Saturday, and they were among the sponsors of the event, so they had a lot to pack up at the end of the night. Fitzgerald said his trunk was full when they left the event, but the couple did not realize that the rear hatch of their vehicle came open during the transit and the bag containing $250,000 worth of jewelry fell out onto the road. See, and that's the exact opposite of the problem I have, which is my trunk is full, but I can't get the rear hatch to open mm. when I'm on those flights. <laughs> that's what that's on the what, flight. Yeah. Follow up yeah. question, Tracy. Do you purposely yeah. look for a missing something story every headlines? Because... I'm starting to see a pattern with the missing wallet, the missing dog, the now we're onto this missing bag. You've had a missing, there's been other missing things. I know for a fact that there's been other, oh, missing book. Somebody had found a book that had been missing for a long time and returned it to the library. Is this, yep. is this a thing that we just haven't caught on to? Is this a thread? I will tell you that um, it is a little bit of a thread, but um, I will tell you that stories not related to things that we don't want to talk about tend to run this direction right yeah yeah and so um the um it isn't like the old days where there were uh just men all over the world sticking their wangs into things yeah. that that didn't belong uh in there like uh benches and ah the good old days yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that i'm hoping the that the vaccines hit and things can get back to normal so men can start putting their dicks back in things again so we have yeah that was yeah yeah that used to be just all over the world different uh, men all over the world were having their things stuck inside park things, benches yeah yeah park yeah. benches perkins waitress yeah. just <laughs> stuff that you definitely you don't you don't put it in so anyway so, so the what my favorite part of my this story was the the anticipation of when tracy said a florida couple and i'm like okay yeah um and then he says um is grateful for the return of there and i'm thinking alligator whatever like but what, what 
what's it going to be? There are $250,000 worth of, okay, this is going to be great. Is it going to be cocaine or meth? And then it's jewelry. Okay. Jewelry. And then I'm like, who's carrying around a bag of jewelry? Well, okay. They're, they're out of a social engagement. And how often, how often do we, as I want to know what kind of car they were driving. What? Yeah. Was it a Pontiac Aztec? Was it, you know, yeah. was it some yeah. was it a Mercury Mystique? Yeah. I mean, what was it? It wasn't there, open. but that's funny because I, the first thing I was thinking of was Pontiac Aztec. For sure. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And so, uh so so Tracy said park benches and Perkins waitresses, and then he said things you shouldn't put your that made me think it immediately triggered. I have this book and I keep forgetting to show you guys this book. It's not going to work well on the podcast. So I'll be brief, but I'm going to hold this up. It's, it, I know it's, it's probably backwards, but it's images you shouldn't masturbate to. And there are, there are several pictures on each page of just things that are wrong for a person to, to masturbate to. So let me, I'll just hold up a few of these for Dave and, or for Dave and Steve, for Tracy and Steve. Maybe you guys can describe what you're seeing here. Well, uh, there's a there's a very nice puppy, and then I don't. What, what is that? I think just it's a, a piece of... I think it's a hand gripping a steering wheel. Uh, here's here's a lobster claw pinching a finger, and uh, <laughs> this and book, a curly no. iron. This book is this book is fantastic. I forget where I even got this thing, but this thing is absolutely amazing. I I, absolutely well, I don't know. The, the thing on the left was kind of. I don't know if that that was that turning you on like a little bit. Sausage yeah. or a large intestine? I'm not exactly sure. I, uh, I feel like, I feel like, see, this is, this book was obviously written pre-internet because I feel like at least half of these images would have been plenty for me as a 13 year old. I would have been, I would have been able to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's quite, that's very, oh my gosh. That's yeah. very sobering. Yeah. Okay. I'm anyway, sorry. The, uh, I really derailed there. Old, so. so, uh, Wang Lutai is a no ordinary Kung Fu master. 65-year-old from a village in central China practices a unique and excruciating-looking strand of martial arts coined as Iron Crotch Kung Fu. Please go on. So its most famous technique involves a steel plate capped log two meters long in length and weighing 40 kilograms, which is 88 pounds, that swings through the air and smashes into a man's crotch. What what is the point? What are you like? I understand the whole wax on, wax off thing, and hey, check it out. Uh, that actually allows you to defend yourself and and paint the fence and all that. What what does getting hit in the crotch by a giant log? What does that help you with when you're in a fight or when you're? I know. Listen, nobody write in and say karate's not all about fighting, Dave. It's actually about not fighting. That's the whole point of karate. It's actually shut up. What I'm asking is. <laughs> When it comes to life or death situations, what does getting smacked in the balls repeatedly by a giant log help you? Steve, what are your thoughts on that? Well, um, it's, it's one way to produce focus, but also I was like, it's incredibly inefficient. It sounds like it's like, like that's not, I look, obviously I am unenlightened. Uh, this, per, <laughs> right? this person, this person has figured it out. And this is the path, but I, I, it's, it's going to be, it's just going to be like Tony Williams lifetime for me. I, I, I'm not going to yeah. get it for a long, long time. Yeah. 
So when you practice iron crotch kung fu, as long as you push yourself, you will feel great, said Wang, head of the Junchun uh, Martial Arts Academy. Wang, who had been practicing the technique for about half a century and has two children, insists that the correct methods and sufficient practice, that it does not hurt and has no effect on fertility. The iron crotch mastery for which it is gained by taking hits to the body's weakest points while using breathing techniques to ensure oneself is just one element of the branch of Kung Fu that has been practiced in Wang's village for the past 300 years. The style encompasses scores of attack techniques as well as resisting pressure, pain, or hits to other sensitive areas. Do, do you think this, this started out... Um as a uh, as a moment of frustration like comes home from the academy is like you know what why don't i just get a big log and smash you in the balls a couple of times yeah. and see how that works that'll be my that'll be my thing and then like you know, flash forward to next week's class and there's it, there's a whole bunch of logs in it's, front of the people yeah, it's there. that's what we're doing today you smart asses <laughs> <laughs> i i can't confirm that any of that uh happens you know when it comes to christmas decorations shopping malls and department stores usually go all out putting up epic displays over the top trees one shopping center in the united states has put up their magical display complete with christmas christmas trees cute animals and playing musical instruments the animals are each stood on colorful blocks and kind children might be playing with that have letters on each side and it seems letters were meant to spell out the word santa but stuff uh, but the, but the staff who put up the decorations may have made a rather unfortunate mistake. Instead of it saying Santa, the festive message actually read Satan. Yeah, fortunately, not a lot of people are probably going to see it this year. So it's a it's the year to have that mistake. Uh, and the people that do see it are going to feel guilty about being out anyway, and they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, this is, a, this, this is an omen." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was a. <laughs> I knew uh, we shouldn't Dave, have come. The Dave and Steve show did reach out to Satan for comment, and uh, we'll report on that in a future episode. I don't think we're going to hear back from him. No, we um, not that, again. Uh, I did give him our email address, so be oh, good. looking for that. <laughs> we're definitely not going to. What, yeah, what's that, that email address again, Tracy? Uh, that's the Dave and Steve yeah. show at gmail.com. That's the Dave and Steve show at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you preach and that's the news fellas <laughs> all right so before we go uh into our next break and then wrap things up with a uh, our holiday gift guide steve's got a little treat for us and it involves uh some christmas time some band names steve take it away take us there okay so um what i have is a list of uh <clears throat> hipster band names uh for hipster band names that are that are christmas themed so uh think if you will about all the different kinds of hipster bands like dave what think of a hipster name that uh a hipster band name what would you uh well i i oh you're putting me on the spot here i don't know sorry okay tracy um uh the uh bare naked ladies I don't, I don't know. Something they're less hipster, but, that, uh, but yeah, see that one cuts deep for Steve. He's a big fan. Watch your <laughs> language there. Okay, so, um, so usually it's um, some kind of you know obscure flower, some Victorian yeah. reference, Ch- or some chasing Jezebel, like that. Chasing Jezebel, some like 
Right. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you each. So I'm going to give three, na- three hipster band names and you two have to tell me which one is the best one out of those okay. three. Okay. All right. Okay. And then I'll tell you whether or not you're right. Oh, great. So this is the, <laughs> hang on, hang the... on. Let me, I'll keep score then. Uh, okay. Okay. Good. Because I'm definitely not going to keep yeah, score. Yeah. I'll keep score. Okay, the first three hipster band names. Uh, the first three hipster Christmas-themed band names. The Flock. Okay. Uh, no, The Flocked. Oh, The Flock. Okay. Oh, The Flocked. The Flocked. Yeah, right. The Flocked. Um, mm-hmm. The Last Poinsettia. Or Fizzy Wigs After Party. Ooh. I like, I like The Flocked. I'm going Flocked. Um, the last poinsettia that feels like kind of a emo crossover band. Um, I'm going with the last poinsettia. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a very good guess, but Dave was correct with the flocked. My personal favorite is figgy wigs after party, but the flocked is the best one of the three. So, um, so very good. All right. So the next three, Tracy, Dave got a, Dave got a point. Um, winning. So (laughs) the next three. Wreath Wraiths, We Free Sings, or Coal Stockings? What was the second one? Sorry. We Free Sings. Yeah. I'm going Coal Stockings. Uh, I'm going to go Coal Stockings as well. Okay. It's We Free Sings because it's very pretentious and hard to say. Wreath uh, Wraiths would be more of a metal band, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but um, yeah, Cole Stockings is. I mean, Cole Stockings yeah. sounds like, and maybe it's just because of Silk Stockings, but it sounds like a Skinamax movie, like a like a Skinamax <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah, Cole Stockings. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so uh, okay, <clears throat> the next three, Bethlehem Vacancy. Short tree skirt, or myrrh of the magi. Myrrh mm, of the magi is mm. too wizardy. Uh, I'm going short tree skirt. Uh, I'm gonna go um, Bethlehem vacancy. It's Bethlehem vacancy. Ooh, um, yeah. Short tree skirt would be um, more of a pop crossover <laughs> from the person K-pop. who left Bethlehem <laughs> yeah. vacancy to start. Yeah, they did. They did because it just. Like I, I wanted to do something that was yeah, a little less yeah, pretentious yeah, and something yeah. that more, more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Short tree skirt definitely did that. All right. Um, <clears throat> the next three, Jacob Marley and chains, Ralphie and the red riders or Balthazar's camel. I'm going Jacob Marley and chains on this one. Yeah, Ralphie and the uh, Red Riders uh, sounds like a uh, kind of a um, psycho Billy kind of kind <laughs> yeah, of band. Right. <laughs> um, so, and and that is actually is kind of hipster in a in a in a in a way. But uh, I'm gonna go. Um, what was the third one? Balthazar's camel. Then I'm gonna go with the one Dave said. <laughs> you you both going with Jacob Marley and Chains? Yeah. Yes. It's um, it's Balthazar's camel. Uh, oh, 
and it's only because it's uh it it absolutely begs for um it's it's melodic and and I've purposefully written songs that don't repeat any phrases. Balthazar's um, camel sounds like something that the hobbits have to get to in order to finish their quest. That's part of the, that's that's <clears throat> they have to ride that for a little while across the Southern I, I desert. I think in the, in the gospel of Matthew where the Magi did travel, I think they met hobbits along that, the way. No so doubt. I think that actually is uh that is correct. Yep. Um, <clears throat> So uh, no no score. Just wanted to make it clear we're tied one one right now. All right, Ex- excellent. <laughs> All right, a, a so defensive struggle. <laughs> okay, the, your your next three is, um, are uh, Bob Cratchit and the Half Days, Potterville's More Fun, and Tinsel and Twine. Nah, Bob Cratchit and the Half Days. That is a that's a weird enough name that that's that screams hipster. Oh, Potterville, that's, that goes back to uh, uh, um, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Potterville uh, reference there. That, Potterville's my favorite, um, but it's Bob Cratchit and the Half Days because that band is fronted by two women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's it, because it's ironic. I also, I also picked that one because <laughs> I thought it was really similar to Steve always wanted to call his, uh, his one of his most popular bands he he wanted to call them uncle martha and the pack mules but the lead singer objected because he didn't want everybody to think he was uncle martha so it mm-hmm. just it, it it was a little close to that and that's why i went that way yeah all of that <clears throat> so uh sorry about that tracy um yeah uh tinsel and twine was too obvious so it couldn't be uh i mean that's what i would pick as a hipster band name and it's it's too obvious to a real hipster All right. Tip so, you off. <laughs> the next three: <clears throat> uh, Zuzu's Pasted Petals, Frankincense and Sensibility, Rudolph's Red Nose Rehab. Go ahead, Tracy. You can go first on this one. Uh, Frankincense and Sensibility. That's uh, kind of a Jane Austen vibe there. What w- What was the first one? Zuzu's Pasted Petals. That's the one I'm going with. That, that's a good guess, uh, but it's frankincense and sensibility. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's two, two. Definitely, definitely showing off that those Austin jobs. <laughs> For those of you in Washington State bummed by missing the Apple Cup this year, the traditional Washington State versus University yeah. of Washington just know we're here for you. You now have this yeah. to take the place Th- of that. This is this is gonna be a real a real um, you know, nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many more do we have? So I know like strategy. A lot. Okay. We have a lot. We have a lot more. <laughs> How about we do five more? No. Oh, five more rounds. Five yeah, more we, rounds, yeah. 15 names. Yeah, that's okay. plenty. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think we have five more rounds. That's good. All right. So the next um, <clears throat> would be the next three, Mary and the nativity scene, Holly on the U. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Mary and the nativity scene. Holly on the Yule log. And Shepherd's Quake. Yeah, I, I'm going Holly too. Shepherd's Quake is what I'm going to do. Uh, it's it's Holly on the Yule log. Yes, it is. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and the bass player's name is Holly. Um, 
Okay. Is, is, the, is the drummer's name Yule? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Bre- Brenner is his name. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Brenner. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can you everybody out there right now can picture Brenner. He's the guy with the hair that hangs over one eye that he's constantly flipping his head yeah. to get it out of his eye. It never stops. Hey, uh-huh. I'm Brenner. How are you? And then he does the head flip every time. Yep. And his drum set only has one symbol. Yep. All right. Um uh, next three. Mishap at the mistletoe. Yukon Cornelius and the Peppermint Miners and Krampus Schmampus. Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. Mishap at the Mistletoe. And Peppermint Miners was in there, right? Yeah, Yukon Cornelius and the Peppermint Miners. Okay, then I'll go Krampus Schmampus. Because I don't think you do a person and the twice. It's mishap at the mistletoe um, as a takeoff of Panic at the Disco. Um, And Yukon Cornelius and the Peppermint Miners was my favorite. Krampus Schmappus is just Schmappus. He mined uh, silver and gold for the record. (laughs) Oh, a peppermint mine. I'm going to be rich. Look at what he can do. Uh, Um, All right. (laughs) Just so we're clear, we're currently tied three to three. All right. So uh, the next three. Reindeer Lord, Blitzen with Vixen, and the Kettle Ringers. Kettle Ringers. I'm I'm gonna go Kettle Ringers as well. The Kettle Ringers. Yeah. It's uh it's 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 more of a hippie hipster one, but yeah, it's the Kettle Ringers. So you both you both get okay, it. Okay, so we've got two left and it's tied mm-hmm. four to four. All right. And that's exactly how many I actually have. So it worked out really well. The next three, um, Manger Danger. (laughs) Santa Wears a Bowler. And Frosty's Happy Birthday. I'm going to go Frosty's Happy Birthday only because Manger Danger is a take on Danger Danger, the 80s hair metal band. And I don't think that fits in this. Santa Wears a Bowler. Um. Santa Wears the Bowler is the correct one, but Frosty's Happy Birthday is the one that I want it to be. Takes the lead. Tracy takes the lead with one <clears throat> one to go. Do you have a tiebreaker if we need it? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll have <laughs> sure. to make them up yep. on the, on the right. spot. Um, yeah, I can uh, I can probably come up with, with one, with one <laughs> tiebreaker. All right. Uh, your next three. The Rankin Bass Specials, Elves by Themselves, or Absinthe in the Eggnog. So, Tracy, you've got the lead. I'm going to let you take this one. You get first guess. Absinthe in the Eggnog. Damn it. Okay, give me the first two again, because that was my choice as well. But I'll pick something else so we we know for sure. The Rankin Bass Specials, (laughs) Elves by Themselves. Elves by Themselves. That's what I'm going with. It's absent in the eggnog. Yeah. Tracy took this one. <clears throat> six to four. Nice work, Steve. Uh, Tracy, you yeah, suck. No. 
I hate Merry you. Christmas, everybody. Yep. Go join a join a hipster band, but I own the rights to all those names. Yep. So you can't it. take any of those. Steve has yeah. .com for each of those, just so we're clear. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have yeah. all the URLs. You have. So you you can name it, but you're gonna have to pay handsomely yeah. for the right to do any merchandise. Yeah, I, I just went to MangerDanger.com. That's uh, <laughs> yep. wow. Yeah, you don't want to go to some of those. All right, Um, one more quick break, and then we're back with our holiday shopping guide. You're not going to want to miss it. Right back here on The Dave and Steve Show. Are you tired of the same old funeral service every time? Is the same old pastor just going on and on? Blah, 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 blah. Are you dying now and want to go out with a bang? Want to make your friends and family laugh one more time? Will these questions ever stop? We've got every dearly departing gag on the market, from fake cremated ashes to the creepy moving hand in the coffin. Crazy Mike's is home to the original spring-loaded casket. Wait, then it's a black. Try our new fake celebrity service and have a share. David Duchovny, Lil' Kim, or former President Bill Clinton impersonators show up and speak at the service. Up to ten minutes, share gets one song. After the service, unwind with an all-night dance party to send your stiff off in style. Crazy Mike's is the only funeral home with a lighted dance floor and on-call music man, DJ Tombstone. Nothing, and we mean nothing, will bring your grandfather, mother, little girl, lover, uncle, aunt, or landlord back from the dead. So laugh it off at Crazy Mike's Funeral Home. Hi, I'm Mike, and I put the fun in funeral. Laughing it up at Crazy Mike's. Crazy Mike's does not accept gas check or charge. Must be paid in smiles or pizza. Forget the smiles, just pizza. Crazy Mike is not a licensed funeral home director in any way, shape, or form and has never shown any kind of responsibility towards anything. He's kind of a loser. Do not leave Mike alone with a body due to a court order. Better yet, don't use this service at all. All right, we are back on the Dave and Steve show. One of the things that I always enjoy around this time of year is seeing the people who come onto the talk shows and they have their holiday gift guide. Great things you can buy for you, your family, whoever it might be. For those who might be stuck, they don't really know what to buy for the Christmas season, what to put under the tree. And so I thought it would be fun for us to do a similar thing. So I've gone out, I've scoured various department stores, I've scoured the web, and I've pulled together a collection of things I think you guys are really going to enjoy. I'm going to show them off for you right here on the Dave and Steve show. You guys haven't seen these. I've got the black cloth over each one of these, and we're just going to work our way down the table. And I'm going to show you each one of these things. You guys ready? You took okay. a long, you took a long time to set this up. This yeah, like yeah, a card I table. Mean, this in is a... better than any holiday gift guide. I mean, I get these from like you know, um, you know, Men's Journal and stuff like that. This is great. <laughs> men's Journal. Okay. I like Men's Journal. I'm strong. <laughs> so... <laughs> so we're just we're just going to start with the first one here. All right. So this first one, I'm just going to tell you what this is. I'm going to take the cloth off. This is called the Air White Advanced Tooth Cleaning System. This thing is really cool. Okay, so we've all seen the electric toothbrushes. We all know those, the Sonicares, whatever they are. You put them on the little base, they charge. And But for those of you who want a toothbrush that will go a little bit above and beyond that, that's where the Air White Advanced Tooth Cleaning System comes into play. So this is a toothbrush you com- connect to a pneumatic air compressor, Okay. So it's going to, I got to, I'm going to go over to the air compressor here. Go ahead. So, I mean, like you'd have in your garage or. Yeah. You, I, you've got to see the air hose connects into the bottom of the toothbrush here. I'm going to click that in okay. into place and then I'm going to fire up the air compressor here. 
And once I get this going, okay, so now it's really loud now that I've got this going, but basically you hook the air compressor in, it's really strong, and I'll, I don't wanna, I don't, I don't wanna use this on my teeth because this is just the showroom model, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get a piece of house siding, and I'm gonna actually show you how I can take the paint right off the house siding with the toothbrush. And you see as I make the scrubs, can you guys oh, see God, this? That's, that's coming right off. It, it's, yeah. it's coming right off. Uh. Uh, okay, so that doesn't that I don't like I don't like where this is going. I mean, first of all, am I do I leave the do I does it come with its own air compressor Steve, or Steve, do I have I'm to so use sorry. mine? I'm so sorry. I'm having a really hard time hearing you over the air compressor. So what I will tell you is that this is one forty nine ninety nine without the compressor, or it is eight forty nine ninety nine with the compressor. Either way, is that wood chips? Either is way, that wood chips I coming off? Tracy, I can't hear any. Either way, it's a Hang on, let me shut the compressor. There's no way I'm putting that okay. in my anything. So either way, either way, it's a screaming deal. I, my ears, my ears are ringing right now. But the point is, that's how you know it's powerful. When you're done brushing your teeth, your teeth are never going to shine like this. They're, they will have never shined like this before, and your ears will never be ringing quite like they are right now. This is this. I, I'm really excited about this one. So is, it, is this a is this a new product? Because I don't. I've oh, it's brand it new. All these products are brand new. Brand new on the market, okay. <clears throat> just in time for the holidays. This one, this one is a screaming deal. Like I said, it's $149.99 with just the toothbrush. If you've got your own air compressor, or you can get the package deal for $849 with the compressor. It's, it's really cool. And it, it's available right now at Home Depot. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So, would it, it, it is it safe for your enamel? What's is it ADA approved? It it doesn't say on the box, uh, but I, I'm sure we can find that out. So I, I want to keep going, Steve. We're, I, we're we got a lot of products to show. I want to make sure I show right. off everything All that right. we've got so far. Yeah, it seems it seems great. The next thing we've got this is this is a tech product. Okay. This is for people who really like gadgets, and for somebody who maybe has all the gadgets. So. We all wear a watch, or most of us wear a watch. And if right. you wear a watch, you know one of the biggest problems with the watch is the band. Getting the band on, getting it latched. A lot of times you drop the watch while you're trying to connect the band. It's, right. it's a real pain. And nobody's ever really solved this problem until now. So I'm going to take the cloth up here. I solved it this morning. <laughs> what, what this is, this is the Kling watch, okay? This is the latest in wearable technology. That that looks really like a normal watch in a lot of ways. It is, except it doesn't have a band. So as you can see, there's no band at all on this. It's just the face of the watch. And then it comes with this small tube of adhesive. And what you do is you put it on the back of the watch. You squirt it on here like this, like I'm doing right now. And you just sort of stick it to your, your wrist like this. <clears throat> so you stick it on. And then you hold it there for, it says five to 10 minutes for the, for the sake of the show. I'm not, but what I will show you is kind of like on one of the cooking shows when they say like, well, I, you know, I don't have time to cook this on the air. Here's the one that's out of the oven. Before the show went on the air, I glued this one to my other wrist and you can see oh. that it has, it has stayed on. It is, uh, it is really, I can guarantee it is really hooked on there. Uh, so is it like a time release chemical? So it'll, it'll pop off at night and then you just reapply it. Um, no, that's the awesome thing. It's guaranteed to last for a minimum of seven weeks, and it's shower safe. Seven, oh well, seven weeks. Seven so, seven weeks. Seven weeks. Just that, that, minimum. Right that, skin. Minimum. Now this one, the one that I put on before the show, little bit of burning. It, it my skin's a little irritated, 
but I, I think that's probably going to go away. But it was away. the first time you applied it, Correct. so that's probably normal. Now, what if you needed to replace the battery? Is it battery operated? So that's that's the thing, too, is it, it doesn't really say on the packaging what it's operated by. All I know is right now it's working, it's secure, it's not coming off anytime soon, and I get up tomorrow morning, I don't have to mess with the band. I don't have to so put a watch back on. I don't have to find my watch. I know where it is all the time. So now you have two watches on your body that are going to be there for seven weeks. That's a that's a valid point. I yeah I do. Well, well I mean, this, looking at it this way, you it's convenient. You can look at either wrist. I mean that's this one I didn't a, hold on for the full five to ten minutes, so it's possible this one comes off a little sooner. But I'm not sure. Okay. Is, is there a ladies version? There, there absolutely is. This comes for, you can get this for kids. You can get this for your wife. You can get this for your husband, whoever, who, anybody in your family. They've got different models, different colors. Uh, the adhesive all smells the same. So I think all the adhesive is exactly the same. Uh, I wouldn't let your kids stay in a, in a, not in a poorly ventilated room with the adhesive, but oh. it comes with the adhesive. It's got everything that you need right there. You can order it off of the cling watch website for $349. So that's, that's a great deal. If you think about the smartwatches today, pretty fantastic deal. Uh, we're going to move wow. on. So that the next thing I've got here, this one's pretty cool. So we've talked many times on the show about how now, finally, the three of us are all authors. We've all written a book. We've all had a book published in one form or another. And right. this is a fantastic new thing. I'm going to, again, I'll take the, the cover off of this so you guys can see it. This is what is called the Write Your Own Book Kit. This is really interesting Ooh, for any... Now, this is interesting. Yeah. I wish I had had something like this many years ago. So for yeah, any... It, it would help with, the, with guiding with guiding you through, like, you know, form and function of, of how to actually go about it. So that's cool. Absolutely. For any of you aspiring authors out there, if you've got somebody in the family who's an aspiring author, this is what you need, Okay. So what this kit is, is first of all, it's this book. Now you can see that it is a, it's kind of a notebook style book. Um, mm -hmm. And if I open this up and I show this to you, <clears throat> you can see all the pages are blank. And that's for a reason, okay? We're gonna get to that here in just a second. The second thing in the kit, well, frankly, the final thing in the kit outside of this book is this ballpoint pen, okay? So you've got the book and you've got the pen. And what it says in the instructions is you now have all the tools you need to write your first book. So if I flip to the front page here and I kind of show you guys, so I've written, it's a dark and stormy night. You can see I wrote that, I wrote that with the pen that came right. in the kit. So now I'm on the way, well, in this case, I'm on the way to writing my second book, but oh, it's, no. it's all thanks to this kit. Like this is. So, so, that, <sighs> hmm. Yeah. I, I, it, I it's pretty cool, right? How much was it again? <clears throat> Uh, the, the, the entire kit sells for $49.99. They do sell a, a penless version for $29.99. Uh, but either oh. way, it's a fantastic deal, but this is $49.99. Uh, you can get this, you can actually get this at Walmart. This is, is this it is in any Walmart. Gold, like a, like a gold leaf type thing on the, on the notebook. Is there like a forward by anybody special? Is there any, any, any guidelines inside? Well, I don't, Steve, I don't feel like the forward is there when you start to write the book. That comes later. And I feel like this is the kit to, if you want to get in on the ground floor of writing a book, this is what you need. Do they have uh, one for like writing mysteries? I, I'm not, I'm not, that is a mystery. I'm not sure. 
I'll have to look into that. Uh, I think they're all for writing mysteries or whatever. I think, I think he just, I think he just, I think he just bought a notebook and a pen. No. For $49.99. I wrote, I bought a write your own book kit, Steve. And there's a big difference yeah. there. I mean, I think anybody can walk into any store and buy a notebook and a pen. This is a kit that allows you to write your first book. Yeah, I, like, uh, I get that they come together I, I, and they match. I mean, neat. But uh, this is the kind of thing I really would have, I really could have used. Yeah, this is going to be on your wish on. list next year, right? I mean, this is this yeah. is pretty cool. Okay, let's let's keep going. I want to move down the table okay. here. So the next item that we have, this one's really cool. So we all know that we're all staying home a lot more in 2020. We all oh, know yes. the reason why. We don't need to say. And the result of that, without a doubt, undoubtedly will be an uptick in newborn babies, right? So I wanted to include something that would help new moms and dads out out there. This is called the baby bath timer. It's an awesome little gadget. It takes the guesswork out of how full to fill a bathtub before giving a baby a bath. And it works like this. So you you see, I've got this doll that I brought out, Mm -hmm. this baby doll. Yeah. You yeah. put the band around the baby's stomach or, or their upper chest. Uh, it just depends on how full you want the bath water in the tub. And it's got this little sensor on the front of it, okay? So you put the baby in the tub, you start the water. When the water fills up and touches the sensor, the sensor beeps. And it lets you know that the water is now at the correct height. So what yeah, you can do... Yeah, but, but you would already know that because you're in there with the baby, right? No, see, that's the awesome thing. What you can do is you can put your baby in the bathtub. You can start filling the tub... And then you can enjoy a few moments of downtime, of your time. You want to go take a Uh, breath from parenting? You could go get a drink or something. You grab a drink. Uh, You do what you need to do, just knowing that the beeper will let you know when the bath is ready. That's the that's the awesome thing about this device. I could go like device. finesse my character in uh, Cyberpunk. That's right. You know, you run the slider to make sure it's fine. It just as long as I'm close enough right. where I can hear the timer or the beeper. How how loud is it? How it, can it's, I be like a? It, yeah. So I I will. There's a little there's a little test button on the side. I'll press this right now, and you can so you can actually hear how loud that is. Oh, right wow! Now, right? I could be several rooms away Correct. and hear that over the running I, water. I Correct. think I don't think. I don't think you should. I, I, does it? Okay. Now I can't see everything, but is there like some kind of water wing on it to make sure the the baby stays afloat? Or well, no, babies I mean, float, Steve. I mean, that's a that's a scientific fact. Yeah, so that's not that's, that's not a. Not, I, this is gonna. I don't. Now, there's a lot of. <sighs> I did I did test this out on the on the doll. I don't have a baby right now. I don't have a baby handy. I will say the one thing to note is that the timer on the batter, the battery life on the timer itself is only around 90 seconds total per charge. So the timing can be a little tricky the first, say, two or three times that you use it. But after that, you get used to it. It it works like a charm. But those first two or three, you know, babies can be a little tough to sort of sort things out. Uh, But it's not something that you could leave plugged in while the baby's in the bathtub, right? You, like they, you, they don't. I mean, you might be able to. I don't know. I, again, I didn't try this. I don't have a real baby to really try uh, these things on. But I say experiment at home. See, see what you come yeah. up with. Uh, and this it, is a great time-saving device. It really and is, gives me yeah. the assurance that I'm looking for when uh, I'm in uh, another room while the baby's in the bathtub. Yeah. Uh, it's also affordable I, too. It's it's twenty nine ninety nine. It can be found at any Babies R Us, or it can be found right on the Baby Bath Timer website.
This is going to be one of those things. I'm no already know I'm going to go to I'm going to go to buy it for somebody, and it's going to be out of stock. Yep, people yep. are going to be running into this. That is exciting. Uh, I love something... it when technology comes together to like solve problems, right? Because right? it's not super high tech, but it's so practical yep. and smart. Yep. Okay, so this next one, something. let's let's go ahead and slide down the table here. This next one is called. Uh, well, I don't even want to say what it's called quite yet. So. We all have older relatives. We all have older relatives who occasionally come for a visit. And one of the things that I had always found difficult to do was find things for my kids to do with, say, a grandparent. I could always find a puzzle or, or game or something like that, but it just didn't last that long. And so this is something for people like me who have an older relative who comes over and they want a fun way for kids to interact with them. This is called the pill popper. And it's a pill launching device that runs off of these little CO2 cartridges that I'm holding right now. Okay. So the way that it works is this. Grandma comes over for a visit and it's time for her to take her medication, right? She's got to take her sure. pills for the day. So like, what you do, like, like, like their actual pills. Yeah. Yeah. Like her medication, right? Like her little white pills or blue pills or red pills or whatever pills you want to take. So okay. what you do is you just load up the pills into this. They're, they're very deliberate about saying it's a pistol shaped device. It's not a pistol. It's a pistol shaped right. device. Okay. You put those in and then in the bottom of the handle, you can see there's a spot here for the CO2 cartridge. So you put that in, you load it up. You cock the device like this, okay? And you point it at grandma's mouth and you pull the trigger, okay? Oh my God. So I'll show you on this dummy that I have set up. I'm just gonna aim down the sights here. Oh, and that's the other thing. There is the, there's an optional laser sight for this. It's a little bit of extra Ooh. money, uh, but that's also a lot of fun because you can see the little red dot moving all around grandma's face as you're pointed at her. So oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna aim down the sights here and I'm gonna pull the trigger. Okay. Okay, so my aim isn't all that great, but as you can see, uh, the I, I've at least hit grandma in the face with this. I mean, it went right through her cheek. Right. Like the, one of, one of those mean, pills broke in half. That's, that's, that's what it did on the, on the test dummy I had, uh, you know, before as well, before the show. But the one thing I will say is the pill popper folks have thought of everything because they've even included these snazzy eye patches with oh. the device. So you get eye patches as well. You actually get three of these. I don't. I Seems guess like if you've got a bad omen, you're gonna make that decision. You're gonna make that mistake three times, <laughs> right? So, well, I mean, I guess if you've got multiple relatives coming over, you never know what's gonna happen. So, so. But what uh, I think it's so cool is you can get. I mean, you're definitely gonna get better. I know that you've you've probably yeah. only shot it a couple of times, and you weren't off by that much. But that this makes medical distribution or medicine distribution fun oh without a doubt uh, yeah yeah and you're less likely to forget your pills because you've turned this into a fun game i cannot wait for my kids to try this out this is going to be Ugh. this is going to be the hit well at least it's not a suppository shooter <laughs> right so you can get this whole thing for 89.99 or 149.99 if you want the laser sight and they also have eye patch refills available on their website so eye patch oh. refills yep all right, so the final one that I have here, <clears throat> I saved this one for last. Uh, for those of you who haven't been listening, uh, a couple weeks ago, I asked Steve and Tracy for some board game suggestions, games that I could play with my family. Right. I would say the results that they gave me back were a little hit and miss, but I found one game that I really liked. 
that is brand new, and I wanted to roll this out as part of this gift guide, okay? So this is a game called What Did You Eat, okay? And for those of you who have budding scientists in the house who also oh. like board games, this is a fantastic choice. Okay, so the way what, it works... What did you eat? This is fun. The way it works, uh, very simple. You spin this arrow that I've got right here in front of me, so I'm going to spin the arrow. We won't, we won't actually do it. Whoever it lands on is now known as the specimen giver, okay? Oh, so this person okay. takes this little specimen cup that comes with it. Isn't this thing cute? This, I mean, you feel like when I'm holding this, I feel like I'm a scientist. I'm a real scientist. You look adult. like one. This is, this is, I, I love it. Right. I'm an adult, and I feel like a scientist holding this little thing. <clears throat> so you take this. You take the little spoon that comes with the specimen cup. You go into the bathroom, and you collect a sample oh. from your... Your Yule log. You you take a little sample sure. out of the toilet. <clears throat> now, while that person who the arrow has pointed to is in the bathroom collecting their specimen, everyone else who didn't have the arrow point to them writes down guesses as to what they think that person has eaten in the last 24 hours. Okay? <laughs> you then put the collected sample in this cool little envelope that comes with it. They supply it. It's already It's got an address written on it already. No. You yeah. send it to the official <laughs> WDYE labs, and in 6 to 28 weeks, you get back a full report of what that person ate 24 hours prior to the sample being taken, and the person with the most correct guesses gets a point. Oh, that's great. Okay. Is there team play? There is, and it, the, the basic rule, if you want to just play it in its most simplistic form, first person to 10 points wins. Oh, Wow. So this it's is disgusting, that. and it's it's forty times it's it's longer than any cricket match. Where, oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. I, I think this is fantastic. This is absolutely terrible. I I I, I personally think this is great. Ugh. So, what did you eat? Is twenty nine ninety nine. You can find uh -huh. it at Target, and Ugh. it includes the first two lab reports absolutely free. Oh, that's great. That's oh. awesome. And does it come with, uh, like, can you get, like, uh, refillable envelopes? Not only, Tracy, I'm glad you asked. Not only are there refillable envelopes, but there are also refillable diuretics that you can order. That's that's sort of like their expansion oh. bonus game uh, in case, you know, uh, someone's got to give their sample in an airplane bathroom and they can't quite make it happen. Sure. This sort of helps spur things along. So there's there's a lot of additions to this. Uh, it's, it's, it's really fun. We've been, my family and I have actually been playing this one for a couple of weeks. Uh, we're waiting for the first lab result to come back. Sure. But, sure. But it's, it's been a I, lot of fun. I don't even want to know what the score is. That's <laughs> it's this. Oh my yeah, gosh. It's been a lot of fun. So, so there you have it. That's the first Dave and Steve show holiday gift guide. What I, those are fantastic. What I'm thinking about doing is finding, you know, another four to six of these and maybe next week on the show, we'll trot out a few more. Uh, we might not do quite as many because, listen, I shot my wad with this first round anyway. These were the these were far and away the big ticket items that I knew. I wanted to get these on everybody's radar right away because obviously these are going to sell out. If they're not sold out already, these are going to sell out really fast. You're going to have to find them on eBay for inflated prices. And so I just wanted to get these on. Maybe next week I'll have a few more items that, that didn't quite make the list but are still absolute last-minute gift ideas. You know, you'll find them right next to the lawn darts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your skin on your wrist is really red. It. I, I wasn't inflamed. gonna. Yeah, I wasn't gonna call attention to it. It is. It is actually swelling up a little bit now. Uh, it's yeah. a little sore. But guess what? I can look at both wrists and know exactly what time it is.
Oh, they're there. Yeah, yeah they're there. That they're, and they're they're they are good looking watches. Yep. They're they're there for a long time. Yeah. And tonight I'm not so. going to have to hurt my fingers trying to take a stupid band off either. So there you have it. Yeah. All right. Merry Christmas. Let's wrap things up. You guys have anything else uh, to add before we close out the show? Tracy, how about you? I sure don't. And I do feel bad about my uh, musician comment about uh, Steve being a drummer. <laughs> and uh, it only took about, about an hour before I started to feel regret for that. So, Steve, I hope you forgive me. Oh, absolutely. No problem. I don't. I think he's going to hold that against you, Tracy. Steve, how about you? Anything else you want to add before we close this sucker out? No. All right. That's all. That's all. End of the month. Big Christmas show coming up in about two weeks. So be prepared to tune in for that and enjoy. Uh, I promise you're not going to want to miss this. In the meantime, for Tracy, for Steve, and for me, Dave, we'll talk to you all next time right here on the Dave and Steve Show. (laughs) 